Hey mama, this is Motherhood Grace, a podcast dedicated to taking care of modern homemakers. I'm your host, Kate Markovitz, a mom ready to rewrite the motherhood narrative with you. I'm fed up with conventional mom culture. You know, the one where mom is the exhausted martyr of the family and only values her worth by her busyness or how much she sacrifices in the name of motherhood. It's time to reclaim our motherhood and our lives. We are women worthy of feeling and being confident, energetic, and joyful. I'm here to provide tools, resources, and the community you need to thrive in your motherhood. You've totally got this. Hi, friend. Welcome to the Motherhood Grace podcast. I am your host, Kate Markovitz, and today is a really special episode. I'm excited to bring you episode... 34, which is all about my five heroes of 2022 and a special announcement. So I will save that for the end, but I just wanted to really talk about the end of the year in a different way. I think a lot of times we reflect back, perhaps thinking about the things that did not happen, or we tend to focus on some of the things that were really hard and i'll just be frank our family had a really tough 2022 especially the latter half of the year many wonderful joyous things that happened and some of the hardest things i've ever had to walk through to this point and while I've learned so many lessons, really crucial lessons and lessons that I wish I didn't have to learn this way. I know that they are really important and and super valuable. And um, you know, it's it's those hard seasons that do really teach you a lot, right? Um, but I wanted to to think of the year in a good way. What are some of the things that really helped me this year? What are some of the things that truly made a difference and potentially could help someone else? And so that's why I wanted to record this episode, My Five Heroes of 2022. So the first thing I have on here is so nerdy. It's so funny electrolytes and minerals. (laughs) So for the past decade, I have been trying to hack my health with little to no success. I guess that's not totally fair. I shouldn't say that I was not successful at all because I was able to get and stay pregnant in August 2016, which was unable to happen for several years before that. So I clearly reversed to some issues there. But since pregnancy and postpartum, I have felt uh, not myself. Maybe I would even go so far as to say terrible on some days. I would need nine to 10 hours of sleep a night to even have enough energy to just do the bare minimum through the day. I've gone to naturopaths, holistic doctors, conventional doctors, my PCP, my OB, all of them. And everyone had a different answer. Everyone had a different protocol, a different reason for my extreme exhaustion. And sadly, I tried them all. I spent thousands of dollars, have gone through 
many different tests, have done IVs, and usually have very little to show for it, especially long-term. Everything seems to work for a moment of time and then drift back to what it was. But this year, I decided to go back to basics. I basically stripped away all of my supplements that I had been taking, and I just did foods for a while, and then I decided to try electrolytes. So I started using more sea salt, natural salts on my foods. I started uh, drinking like powdered electrolytes, and there are so many out there on the market. And my advice to you, if you are thinking that you want to try to up your electrolyte game, is to try them all until you find one that works for you. So if you have a box and you didn't feel a huge difference, try a different box. And don't get too, at least for me, this is me speaking to myself, because I was really getting caught up on ingredients for a while and not trying. And But some of these quote unquote, more natural electrolytes that I was trying just were not giving me any energy. And um, so I started venturing into other types and some of them worked just way better for me. They did give me some more energy, which is what I was looking for. However, the one that I end up really liking and that I use the most often is from Peak Life, P-I-Q-U-E. Um, and so this one is called, I'm trying to pull it up here. So I, cause I always say it wrong. It is called the BT fountain beauty electrolyte. So it's actually a skin and hydration, um, electrolyte for me personally, I would say this one doesn't give me like the most jolt of energy. Um, like some of the other ones will actually, I can feel a difference with my energy, but this one, I do notice a difference with like my hair. Um, I notice a difference with my skin. I do feel like I'm a lot more hydrated and actually it does have some clinical research behind it that it has electrolytes that provides like deep cellular hydration. Um, it has hyaluronic acid, which helps with skin moisture content. And then it has ceramides, which helps with fine lines and skin elasticity. And you can truly feel that in your skin while you use this. It's, it's pretty interesting. I'm not affiliated with Peak, although I think I should be because I do truly love this product. And I actually just ordered their vitamin C to give a try throughout the winter months um, to help with the immune system and things like that. So anyway, I really do like that particular electrolyte. And then I also have a mineral herbal tincture from Organic Olivia. It's called Mighty Minerals. It's actually one that I used to give to Charlotte. And an interesting note about Charlotte is um, she had struggled with chronic constipation and we one of the things we did to help her with that was actually increase her mineral content. And one of the ways we did that was this Mighty Minerals formula, and that actually really helped her. So um, I also tried to do that. And I can tell a difference when my electrolytes and when my minerals are getting low. Um, my energy levels dip, my ability to do more goes down. And so I have not, I do not feel fully healed. I do not feel like just 
this was a magic potion, but I feel like I'm on the right path this time. And um, the reason I know I'm not there yet is I still cannot do high intensity workouts without needing almost three to four days to recover. But I'm confident I can get there if I keep building up my resources, I keep making sure that I'm eating enough. Um, and really with this whole new mind, like mindset that this electrolytes have helped me with is looking at my health and number one, just really going back to basics, meaning I have to reduce stress. That's like my number one priority is reducing stress above everything else. Number two is to get adequate sleep. That means enough sleep and good quality sleep. And to three or thirdly, listen to my body. So over the years, through all these protocols, I've been recommended to do low carb, high fat, low inflammatory, low histamine, low inflammation, all these different types of diets. And I apologize, Murphy's going crazy. I have so many Christmas gifts being delivered, so I get to listen to this all the time. Um, and while these foods definitely play a role in how I feel and how my body functions, what I've noticed for me is that a limited diet, what it really does is limits how much I actually eat, and then I don't necessarily get enough food, and I tend to get very controlling. Um, I do come from a disordered eating background, which I don't believe I've talked about on this podcast, and I need to do an episode that on that in the future. I did struggle with orthorexia for quite a few years, but um, I noticed that if I primarily stay gluten-free, I'm I'm pretty good. Um, I can eat gluten. I just can't eat gluten like every day, multiple times a day. So I do have to just watch how much I have within a week, but I've really allowed myself the permission to eat whatever the heck I want. And so that has really been a huge help in just getting enough food for me because I have absolutely struggled with that throughout the years is just getting in enough food because I was stressed out about, is this a healthy option? Is this good for me? And getting those perfectionistic tendencies. And so adding in those minerals, and like I said, not even necessarily flipping it over to look at what the ingredients are, but just say, does this make me feel better has allowed me to, to really move in the right direction. Okay, number two, a number two hero from the year was the Good Inside book membership podcast from Dr. Becky. I know if you have listened to this podcast for any length of time or have followed me for any length of time in 2022, you've either seen me post about Dr. Becky, um, you've heard me talk about Good Inside, you've seen me post the book. I can freely admit that I am a super fan of Good Inside. If they ever come out with some type of certification, like that is definitely where I can see myself going is just passing on this wisdom and knowledge to other parents because it was just transformative for me. She makes parenting advice not only practical, but she really explains the why before the how in a way that makes so much sense. I recently saw an interview with her, Dr. Becky Kennedy from Good Inside, and Whitney Port. So if there were any um, Laguna Beach or the city fans, if anyone's around my age, 
you might remember Whitney. She was friends with Lauren and she has a son that is around Charlotte's age. And she has freely talked about how difficult becoming a mother has been for her. Um, struggling postpartum. She did a ton. She made me feel so much less alone as I was going through a lot of that myself. Um, I'm, I'm really grateful to her for, for being open and honest about the conversation. But so she interviewed Dr. Becky and it was a fantastic interview. Her questions were in so thoughtful, so intentional and relatable. So um, if you can find that interview, I think it's called an account called Parallel or something on Instagram. I will try to link it in the show notes because it was a really great episode. But um, Dr. Becky, love her. She also introduced me to the concept of internal family systems, which has also been extremely game-changing for me this year. In fact, um, it is what I am like knee deep in just researching and understanding right now. I love to get really deep into a topic and I am definitely going to be doing a podcast because I think this is something that could help parents just everywhere, just fully. I'm, I'm going to talk about it in a bit actually, but anyway, I recommend Dr. Becky's book called Good Inside, her podcast called Good, In Good Inside, and her membership program. They're all titled Good Inside. Makes it super easy. Look her up, especially if you feel you are struggling. Here's how I will say it. If you're struggling with parenting or if you're just struggling with what parenting is bringing up for you, because I think that's really what a lot of us struggle with. It's not necessarily our children and what our children are doing because what they're doing is being kids. Like they're not, they're not trying to be manipulative. They're not trying to make our lives difficult. They are, they are just being kids and reacting and having their own sets of feelings. Like they are whole separate people. But what it does is it brings up responses in us. And I think that's really where Dr. Becky helps to differentiate like those behaviors versus like what's actually happening inside of us as the parents. My third hero of 2022 was Organic Olivia's podcast. She is another soul from the internet that has just greatly improved my life. I appreciate her so much. She has introduced me to many concepts and conversations that have been exactly what I needed to hear at the right time. She's also very thoughtful, intentional, and highly knowledgeable and has a very wide range of topics on her podcast. And her podcasts are typically like in-person interviews or um, they are video interviews. And I think that also brings a different type of energy. So since you are listening to this and you like podcasts, I would definitely go over and check out some of her podcast episodes. She's very vulnerable and shares a lot of her life experiences. And I think you will connect with her as well. My fourth hero of 2022 was getting hiatal hernia help for myself. Um, I discovered in spring 2021 that I had a hiatal hernia thanks to an endoscope and colonoscopy that I had. And it explained a lot. It explained why so many natural protocols never helped this chronic nausea. I call it like my chronic morning sickness that I have and incessant heartburn that I can get. It's just unresolvable. And if you don't know what a hiatal hernia is, it is basically when 
part of the stomach like pushes up through the diaphragm and so you have like a little bulge um and it can can almost look like a tumor like from from the outside for me mine is right next to where my esophagus opening is and so that's why it causes the heartburn because i my esophagus cannot fully close and the stomach is a very acidic environment and so just not a great situation um so surgery is one way to fix the problem but it's not always successful and the doctor like my doctor at least was like you're just too young i don't want you to go through that but I felt very discouraged by, by that because I was like, do you not understand how bad my symptoms are? Like I was essentially in tears when he was saying that. I was like, I don't care if I have to have surgery because this is awful to have to deal with every day. But anyway, I started doing my own research and I came across a video on YouTube where I learned how to do some exercises to help with a hato hernia. And I did them in the morning very, very consistently for months. And now I'm down to doing it just a couple times a week or when I get the symptoms. And it has been truly game changing. And I went back, um, I can't, let me see if I can pull up what his name is. It's just Critical Bench on YouTube. So I don't actually know what his name is, which is a shame, but um, he, he did a a video about how he treated treated his hiatal hernia oh my gosh hiatal hernia naturally and then i guess it like went viral and doctors were reaching out to him like thank you so much i now use this with my patients and he actually did like a follow-up with a q a that i was listening to that was also very interesting so definitely check those out there's quite a few youtubes that talk about these type of exercises now, when I was like looking just even a year ago, there were very limited resources on this. So that's fantastic. And listen, I actually think, so I posted about having a hiatal hernia and a lot of women reached out to me. I think it has to do with posture, but I also am curious how much of it has to do with bras that are tight. Um, so I really only used to wear like sports bras that were probably a little tight around, um, around my bra line. And that's like right where I have the hernia. And I'm just, you know, again, I don't know. It could have been from pregnancy. I had a very small daughter, so I don't know if that could have been it. Um, but maybe combined with posture anyway. So if you are having like chronic heartburn, you can't figure it out. Give the hiatal hernia exercises a try, even if you don't know if you have it, because even if it can just help, I mean, that's that's fantastic, right? Okay, and then number five, so this is the last one, and this one's like kooky, it doesn't even really make sense, but it's, it is all of these health help books that I have read over these years finally clicking. So have you ever watched a child learn how to crawl or walk like a little infant? If you watch the development happen over time, they can't quite get it at the beginning. They stumble, they face plant, they fall, they tip over, constantly there trying to like pick them up. They get frustrated. It's hard and annoying, but they keep trying to do it. It's at first they're just not developmentally ready but they want to learn it so bad and they keep on trying. 
And I think that's what happened to me this year. I have been stumbling through self-help and just trying to put all these pieces together. What does all of this mean? And something this summer, towards the end of summer, just finally clicked. I realized how not in control I am of so many things and how I was just desperately trying to manipulate or grasp or really be in control of my life. I discovered how to be more patient with myself, more forgiving with myself, and then really that just passed on to other people. I was able to see myself as imperfect and other people as imperfect and honestly like damaged beings that we are that when someone has a response to me or to anyone that is hurtful or just sad even i now i now see that it's a part of them that has been traumatized or a part of them that has really been struggling that they just haven't learned to deal with yet. And it has allowed me to not take things so personally and to really, really be fully in myself, in my own body and stop this like external gaze and this um, appearance to like look at other people either for happiness or for what what are the right words there for approval um for anything that to really have to do with me at all it all has to come from myself and i think that just really finally clicked that i am not in control of my kid and what she likes or doesn't like and i my job is to be here and accept her and love her and help her work through life and the things that will be thrown at her um I've stopped expecting perfection from myself and for others and started to live from a place of just enjoying where I am and then enjoying the things I'm doing, kind of more that that presence, that one moment at a time. And I was explaining this to my grandma that I feel like I really have reached a place where I am just much happier it's it's happier but also just i guess more peaceful and more calm and i don't have all these expectations all over the place that are really never going to be met anyway and she kept asking me well how how did you get there how did you learn to do that and i think it was it was really surrounding myself with all these self-help things over time that just i think naturally clicked and i've seen so many overlaps between all of them so it's like the you know the enneagram i got really into and dove deep and so i I started seeing how that plays into parenting and how the methods from good inside even overlap with internal family systems and how the enneagram overlaps with internal family systems and that this is all together and it was just i was able to i think pull myself out far enough to be able to look look at the big picture and see how it kind of fits instead of just being so focused on myself and how I was feeling and how I was trying to control things. And so anyway, it's a pretty cool place to be. I don't really know what it means. I don't know if it will 
slip back over time as I'm sure it will, because, you know, we're, we are imperfect and, and life happens and things happen and it's, it's hard. Um, but I'm glad to be here at least for the moment that I am here. Right. Um, I do, I do feel thankful for that. So Anyway, those are my heroes of 2022, and I encourage you to think about what your heroes would be for this year. What are some things that helped you get through the year? What are some maybe purchases you made that you absolutely loved? We one time at Thanksgiving did a um, deck of cards, and one of the cards says, what was your favorite purchase of the year? And I just thought that was such a fun question because it really, when you hear everybody's like favorite purchase of the year, it gives you your own ideas, and I think that's kind of where this idea came from, where it's like, well, what were your heroes of the year? What were the things that made your year better? And um, so I would love to hear some of yours. If you would like to share them with me, you could share them with me on Instagram at motherhoodgrace.com or sorry, at motherhoodgrace, or you could email me. You can find that hello at motherhoodgrace.com. I would really love to hear it. And then the announcement that I have, so this is episode 34. Um, and so it, se it seemed like a strange number to end the year on, but I was like, you know what? I am 34 years old this year. And so let's just have the end of a season for the podcast for now. I want to come back again for sure. I'm thinking at the beginning of the year, but I want some time to really be present during the holiday season. I want time to really think about where I do want to go with my career, my job. And sometimes you just need a little space to do that thinking and to have to have enough moments to really get some clarity. And so that is what I am going to do for at least the month of December. We'll see if it extends itself into, into longer or not. Um, but I hope you will follow me on at Motherhood Grace on Instagram. I'm not sure if I'll be showing up there during the month of December or not, but I will for sure continue doing my um, my newsletter because that is definitely the one thing that I am very consistent with all the time. So if you go to, I'm trying to pull up the link for you. If you go to the link bit.ly slash grace dash journal, I do send, I call it the Grace Journal. It is one email a week. It usually comes on Tuesdays. You can check there what you are interested in. If you would like any other emails that are just very specific to certain topics, I only send those emails when there's really big promotions going on that I don't want someone to miss. Um, but I do send the Grace Journal every week and it has little tips and tricks in there. It has musings from me. It has links to podcasts, links to any deals that I see that are going on. That is really the best way to stay connected. And it's the least FOMO. It's the least overwhelming because it's coming one time a week and I put everything just in that one spot. And I do plan on blogging and kind of getting back to writing a little bit more than I have in years past because before I was writing books. I was writing the postpartum grace guide, the motherhood grace guide. And so I do really like to write and that is where I like to do it is in that journal and then in future blog posts. So please, I hope you will join me there. Um, again, I will put a link in the show notes. I hope to see um, I hope to see you on the list and I hope you have a fantastic, peaceful, calm 
Is that a thing? <laughs> Holiday season. Here's what I'll say. Wherever you are, be all there. Just have a really present holiday season. If you are running from place to place, don't worry about the next step. Just worry about where you are in that moment. Enjoy that time. Soak up the people you're with. Soak them up before they are no longer here with us and love them. And um, I hope you have just a fantastic end to 2022. And I will meet with you again in the new year. How are you supported, Mama? And how are you supporting others? I created this podcast and physical goods through my Motherhood Grace shop to provide uplifting and positive resources for moms and women. You can grab my affordable products like a personalized affirmation mug or the postpartum grace guide for yourself or a friend on motherhoodgrace.com or Etsy. Over half of the orders of my book, The Postpartum Grace Guide, are given as gifts, and it warms my heart to see moms supporting other moms. Get free shipping on orders over $35 automatically. You can shop on Etsy or motherhoodgrace.com. I appreciate you. Thank you so much for supporting my business.